to some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters. I'm Shah. I'm Ollie. And we are Creeping It in the Family, a podcast where we dish details about all things horror. Episode 20. One! Is it actually? Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah, we did a midweek one. Episode 20. I uh, 21. On, I said that on Friday. I mind think, you. <laughs> I forgot everything that's happened this this weekend. So, this one's going to be a an interesting one, because we actually decided to watch it on Christmas Day, because we were lazy the whole week, and we were like, you know what, we'll just, we'll watch it Christmas Day in the morning. So, wisely, you know, Christmas Day, get the beers out, get the drinks flowing, we decided to do a game, a drinking game, featuring the nun. So, we ended up with, any time you see a cross on the screen... We had like different buzzer noises, and the first person to do it, the other person had to take a drink. And necklaces. No, no, no. Take a drink, stiff. We had we we was downing. Yeah, we were downing. We were downing <laughs> big measures of vodka and lemonade. So the first thirty-four minutes of this film are quite fuzzy to me. I'm not gonna lie. We, yeah, we ended up having to sat the game in. We it, did. We were we, we were just not. We, I think one we were too focused on what was happening with a cross. Yeah, like we, we were too to, busy looking we at crosses. We were trying to look for crosses as opposed to what's actually happening in the film. And two, we, was just, we ended up stopping the film at that point because I was like, I'm not going to have a fucking clue what I'm pretty sure I was happening. so hammered at one point that I was just seeing crosses when they yeah. weren't there. So, yeah, it was it was an interesting it was an interesting thing. So you're just going to have to bear with us. It's not going to yeah. be the most pro- pro- professional of videos, but uh, we all right. be fine. Anyway, so let's start us off. The Nun. It starts with a flashback from The Conjuring 2 at the beginning. We learn it's set in 1952 and it's about... I don't even know what it's about, actually. That's that's how bad it is. Take it back. I do remember what it is. It's about... It's got the uh, painting of the nun. Oh, and it's yeah, also yeah. the nun in the hallway where Lorraine sees the nun for the first time. So you don't like... I'm not saying you don't like this film, but it's definitely low-ranked in your... It's my least favourite in The Conjuring it's, universe. It's one of my favourites. Really? I think, I think Valak's one of the... the most like powerful demon some of the stuff he does and there's never real in most of these films there's like a part in it where everyone's kind of ganging up and turning around on the demon and you get the idea the demon's lost the upper hand mm. whereas in this one he, he's kind of in control the whole time it's just that the main character whatever her name is outsmarts him sister irene and spits christ blood on him yeah but i don't know like the the, the powerful stuff he does and and i don't know it i I like the look of it for starters. I think it's one of the Oh yeah, the demon's scary. Demons, I'm not it? saying it's not like scary. Like the way he acts and stuff, it, I think it's, it's one of the best. I really like the film. Yeah, I'm not too fond of the film. It's maybe because Dishy Patrick Wilson isn't in it. Mm. Maybe because Ed Warren, Man of My Dreams, is not has not arrived. Anyway, we get the opening scene after the flashback and it's the nuns in the church. There's two nuns in the church and they seem really in distress. And we notice that one's carrying this sort of like key thing. Yeah. And then it all goes black and she ends up getting like beaten and blooded in this room. And then she's dragged out again when the nurse sees her. Nurse, sorry. When the nun sees her. And then she ends up hanging herself. So I really like that. This is, I really love this. Minus the fact that we had to go for crosses. Crosses turned upside down. I love it. I do as well. I think it's. It's it's, such a cool effect. It has such a good effect in the film. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoy it. I love the soundtrack in it as well. The I because it's obviously all based in a in a well, is it a church? It's the abbey. It's an abbey, yeah. Sure it's it's if like it's in a chapel church. A, a place well. of worship. 
and it's kind of like a really low voiced choir like um, orchestra Ooh. yeah like, and I, do you want to remind me of Halo yeah but that that just added to like I, I don't know I just think it was it's definitely one of the better films for me I just think all the things add up fair play do you know what's really shit what knowing a demon's name like gives you power over it what a wank drawback did that we knew did we know that before in in the timeline of how in the, the timeline of the conjuring yes because the conjuring 2 came out before the nun so how did, but, did it yeah the no i the mean film. i mean in, time in the, the timeline of the of film the no we didn't know that because i'm sure they, they could have saved so much time i'm sure they find out about valak's name before that but i just don't think they ever use it against him because it's written in that book it's what's got like the serpent in it and it says Valak's name in it. I didn't see and that. I think they're speaking about the entity. I know they found it in The Conjuring too because Lorraine was like scribbling it yeah. everywhere and it was in like, it was like sublimely put in the film but I didn't know that, I didn't know that it was in the book but yeah. as I say, I was pretty half cut so can't say anything. There's a group meeting of priests and they're a Vatican priest and they say, right, one you're going because there's some shit been happening. We found a nun's body. It's not going down well. So, this this priest goes and we get an opening school scene with Sister Irene who has not taken a vows yet and that's really important in the film because technically that means she's sort of up for grabs because if you've taken your vows it I God, imagine God protects you, can't yeah you? and I imagine it's going to be a lot harder for a demon to possess you mm. than if you haven't taken your vows yeah so she's she's in white as well which I quite like I like the symbolism of that yeah because you've got the black nun's habit. I think that's what's called a habit. And then you've got the white one, and it's like innocence, purity, blah, blah, it blah. Is, and it it comes... is called a habit. Yeah. I just watched Benidorm on the call it that. <laughs> you know when they wear that fancy dress? That's yeah. the only reason I know that. So she's going on the uh, journey with them. We meet the guy who found the nuns, well, the nun hanging, and he's called Frenchie. And this guy, he seems, he's a nice guy. He's yeah. all right. He's a bit flirty, and he's, he's just a bit, he seems a bit of a Jack the Lad. Yeah. And he takes them to the abbey and there is blood on the church steps still. You'd have thought that had been cleared up. Yeah, but then you find out later on in the film that more appears, doesn't it? Yeah, it just nowhere. keeps So happening. maybe it was cleaned up and it, it, it returned. And I don't know where the blood would have come from. Because you don't particularly depends where she, Depends where how she hung herself. Well, she launched herself out the window. Yeah, but you, there's like a, you, you can't just grab a bit of rope and hang yourself. There's like a trajectory to it, especially if you're on a building. Like, it can snap your head off if... If it's done, but her head was still attached when when a body was found. But it it could have severed something. It could have done anything. Mm. Like it's not, not. It's not important. I was just wondering. It's interesting though. It's a good point. It's more of the symbolism that evils there, yeah. isn't it, rather than anything else. And he takes them downstairs into like the cellar bit. I presume it's the cellar, something like that. And he says the nun is not where he left her. Yeah. He was like she was. She wasn't sitting up like that. That fucking freaked yeah, me out. That, that was a bit scary. creepy. And they there's blood still on the steps. Frenchie doesn't like the place. He doesn't really want to. He doesn't really want to stay there. Creepy, ch- creepy ass chapel. May it's a good I add? film. That's what I'm saying. Is the, the settings it, no, for it are all great. I don't like the film. I'm not saying it's not a scary film, but I don't like it. It just didn't do it for me, and I don't know why. Strange because it's one of my favourites. I think. Yeah, I don't know why it just wasn't. But I like the one about the demonic doll. Odd, very odd. So they're in, they go into this chapel bit, and there's this like crumbling nun on a chair. Yes. And she's really old and creepy and shit. Is it the one with the black veil kind yeah. of thing? I don't... See, does she even exist? No, none of the nuns exist. No? No, there's no nuns. It's an abandoned chapel. That right. was that was Valak. Oh, shit. Yeah, this is where I was like, shit. And I'm really happy because I watched 
I've got this or something like that and it explained the whole story because as I say first 43 I, minutes are a blur I've only watched this film twice like, yeah same here like yesterday was the second time I've watched it yeah but none of, all the nuns were dead I thought that some of them some of them were but then that's so bizarre though because didn't didn't they help that can't be right because the nun well I'm not saying it can't be but doesn't the nun like the, the sister that gets quite close to the what's her main character sister called? Irene sister Irene I'm just going to call her Irene um <laughs> The like the nun that um, takes her in kind of and is a bit more helpful to her shows her where to find the blood of Christ and if that's what stops Valak coming through to like closes the gates of hell which he uses why would he point out where that is? But she doesn't. She Does sees she that in a dream. Uh, Irene sees that in a dream. She starts getting like flashbacks and it says Mary points the way or something like that. That's no. That oh no. That was the father that said Mary points the way. But I'm sure she like when when Valak's chasing down the hallway. She drags it. That that nun drags her behind and says she needs to go find something. Yeah, but it's just the spirits of the nun that haunt the place. It's not actually the nuns are all dead. Oh. I know, blew my mind. Absolutely blew my mind. And you know what? I may not like this film as much, but fuck me, that ending is the best ending. What do you mean? To a Conjuring film what, the, the ever. Fight scene and so. No, the like the complete ending, like the thing. We'll get there. Oh, we'll right. get there. I but I got it, very yeah. excited about this ending because I forgot that it happened. Yeah. But when I realised, I was like, holy shit, that's redeemed it. Anyway, where, where were we? Oh, yeah. So, they're at the French... Uh, French is in the creepy forest. Oh, yeah, yeah. At that moment in time. And there's a demonic dead nun just chilling as well. Irene and Father Burke at this point are in conversation. It flashes back to an exorcism with a young boy. So, she's getting to know Father Burke a little bit more. And we learnt that this boy, I, I can't remember his name. He began with an M, I think. Oh no, that's Frenchie's name. I can't remember his name. But anyway, he performed uh, multiple exorcisms on this boy, but the boy didn't survive it. And so he's got sort of got some guilt yeah. spiralling from that. And say so the boy died. And he's the, like, Valak manipulates that boy there yeah. whenever it's Father Burke's it's sort of like fear. Or something like that, I mean, throughout the whole film. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's very clever. So. They're in conversation. We learnt the boy died. The radio starts turning on by itself. The father is walking around and he sees a young boy starting to weave through the sheets, which is the boy that he killed in the exorcism. He chases him into a cemetery. Yeah. Cemetery, is it? And this is where I said to you, I was like, there's something about bells in this film, but I can't remember what it was. But when people... So there was so many... Let me get this right. There was so much famine and death in the place at that time, in that era that there were little bells because people weren't always dead. And yeah. so they used to bury people, and then if the people died and weren't actually dead, they could ring the bell in the coffin, and that would sort of alert somebody yeah. that were not actually dead, which I think is just fucking insane. It's creepy. Can you it? imagine waking up in a coffin and being like, fuck? It would be the worst, wouldn't it? Because I think they're pretty much impossible to escape. I, w- I watched something that said you can, but it can't be a six-foot coffin. Like... A- Six foot under coffin, like that's, that's what I mean. Any proper burial, mm. that the, I, I doubt it's it's possible to escape. That's crazy. And like dirt and soil is such a good insulator and sound barrier. Yeah, that I think someone seen... would have to be stood right above you to be able to hear you shouting. Have you ever seen that film? Buried? Is it buried mm, with Ryan think... Reynolds? It's set. The entire film is in a coffin. Yeah. He wakes up buried in a coffin. Fucking hell, right, it's it? it's intense. To be fair, it's quite intense. Anyway, so the father ends up getting knocked into a cemetery. 
Cemetery coffin? Yeah, he ends up in a cemetery coffin and he's sort of laid there shitting his pants, as you rightfully would. It's completely pitch black. He has a light. That's the only sort of light that he has on him. Yeah. And Sister Irene at this point is... She can sort of hear something and she's having sort of a... Is it a nightmare? I wouldn't call it a nightmare as such. It's more of a vision, isn't it? Yeah. And she hears Father Burke shouting. So she manages to grab Father Burke out of this coffin. But at this point, this scared me. This is a good jump scare. When he could yeah, hear the scratching and she wasn't anywhere near it. And then, like, the, is it the nun's hands just, like, grab yeah, hold of him? Behind, yeah, yeah that, that was pretty shit scary. Yeah, that, was, that scared me a bit. So the next morning, there's a shed load more blood on the stairs. I don't know whether they'd cleaned it up or not because they found that really disturbing. I think it was fresh blood. It looked like it because I, this bit we resume, I resumed today anyway. This is where the film... Yeah, this is where I started. So, and I think the blood looked a lot fresher. That's why they said there was more of it. Or maybe it was just... I'm not sure. It looks fresher. They were me. disturbed by it enough yeah. to comment on it, weren't they? Yeah. So at this point as well, Irene follows a nun into the chapel and it's explained by another nun that they have to take it in turns to pray constantly in order to keep the evil inside the chapel essentially yeah. so they go on shift because sister irene starts to sort of try and disturb this nun that's in the middle of praying so then i'm thinking so were these spirit nuns trying to still keep the chapel like keep the evil within the chapel by praying constantly i'm not sure it's kind of changed the whole concept now you said that there was never any nuns there because yeah like you said they all seem to be actively trying to stop valak but i don't think it does a spirit as a as a power to do that mm. i mean only humans can just scrape together enough power to be able to condemn one back to hell, whereas a spirit's already been... Like, a spirit's, to me, or any, would render useless. Yeah, it's a bit of an odd one, isn't it? Mm. But, yeah, at this point, we split off and friend, we get a cut scene and Frenchie's at a bar and they're starting to cover the mirrors in the bar and he asks why they're covering the mirrors and it's because a young girl had hanged herself and it's she'd been playing around the abbey or something like that and then she'd hung herself after it and it turns out nobody likes that abbey like people try and stay away from it but they believe that if you covered you didn't keep the mirrors covered when somebody had died you would see their ghost in the mirror and it'd try and take your soul or something it was, like that it was it was to stop them becoming a spirit because it'd see them felt they'd see themselves as a ghost i think that was it they didn't want the deceased to see themselves as a ghost I'm sure mm. that was it. I mean, I cover my mirrors up. The like, if something's facing me, like I've got those, I can't do anything about. But I can't see myself in those ones. But if my mirror's over there open, like I'll have to get up and turn it to the side because I just can't. No, I'm not bothered. I, it really creeps me out. No, I don't. I don't mind. I don't mind a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> they're oh. they're no, I think it's because Grandma used to tell me when I was younger that you, uh, your demonic self, like there's an alternate world where you, you're a demon and it tries to pull you in if you're asleep because you're your most vulnerable. Cheers, Gran. <laughs> what a G. Anyway, so we learn a little bit more about why the, the nun... We call her the nun, but actually she's not the nun at all because it's just a disguise. So there was this guy that sort of like did these evil rituals in the church and he wanted to open like a gateway i'm presuming from hell yeah, like a portal yeah, to hell yeah, they opened like a gateway so they can cut they can come and jump from hell to earth apparently yeah but before they got to do that before he got to finish the ritual the church stormed in and they took over the abbey as a church place and they also closed the portal back up but then after the war they sealed the portal with christ's blood as well yeah which is the, quite uh, yeah that is really important i, Sorry, I forgot about that flog that, flog that far. I, bet that I know can you do, you do you think if i just like if you if you could if I got Angus to cut my finger 
no, squeezed I a little bit in I'm, and was like crushed. I'm blood. saying in terms of if you genuinely could like somehow yeah, just pretend in a world where you could actually sell like prove this is Jesus Christ's blood, I bet that'd be worth some fucking. But carving. why? What would what would you do with it? Just bragging rights. See what I've got in my pendant. Jesus is blood. Exactly. Imagine <laughs> that as a pickup line. <laughs> I have Christ's blood around my neck. Yeah. The power of Christ. Because I'd imagine it me. would have some sort of ability. So if Christ turns out to be real, you have some of his blood. Well, under I thought maybe maybe I'm wrong, but you know the scene where the nuns pushing Irene into the water and mm. she ends up like swallowing the blood of Christ or like keeping it in her mouth. I thought that was what was keeping her alive. Because she looked like she drowned it at that point, been, yeah. and then when she, when the nun had actually like started burning his face, burning its face, she she looked like she was dead. Yeah, and it was only the Frenchie that saved her. Yeah, I get what you're saying because she did look dead. Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't sure, but I maybe thought maybe it has healing powers or something like that. But hey ho! So they sealed it with the Jesus Christ blood, and the that the portal was sealed and all was well. However, when the war came, the abbey was bombed. And it sort of cracked open the yeah. seal again and then bad things started happening. And so it opened the portal in another way. And Irene says to the nun, like, she saw another nun. This was quite a scary scene. She was like, I saw a nun and it was anything but holy. Yeah. And the other nun says, yeah, have you seen her too? And oh, there's nothing worse than when somebody's like, yeah, I saw that as well. Because yeah. then it's just like confirmed that you are not going all, crazy. All the scenes of Valak walking down the hallways and that, I just think the scariest. They are sinister. Because it's got the, oh. <laughs> that was really good. But that's what it sounds like, doesn't it? And it's, it scares the fuck. I can't do I, it. You do it better. I just think it's so eerie. It's got such a, like you say, like a really old school, like, pr- like proper old school scariness to it for me. I, I, I want to watch it again. Like I want, not right now, but... I'd happily watch it again, whereas there's some, like, probably never watch Conjuring 2 purposely again. But the nun... Oh, we're going to have to at some point. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's yes. what I mean, purposely again. I'll watch it for this. But, yeah, so this this other nun says that this demon, this evil spirit, disguises itself as a nun as to not stick out to anybody. Yeah. Like, it doesn't want to stick out. And the point is, the nun, well, Valak, wants to leave the monastery so it can unleash its evil around the world. That's yeah. the whole point. Yeah. And... The problem is, Sister Irene had not taken her vows at that point, so that was like the ultimate sort of, right, yeah, get in there. Yeah. And she's told to leave by her further sister, and she's like, she, you've not taken your vows, so why are you here? And as Irene goes to leave, they're like, no, the gates are shut, we can't let you leave until sunrise now. So they put her in this room, just a typical nun's room, I suppose, and whilst... They've sent her to the room. The father is searching for the answers. The old nurse says he won't find a way in and Sister Irene has been lost. Old nun. <laughs> the old nun. The old nun. I don't I don't really know what to call her. We're still half cut here. We're still we're still both, I feel like I'm still We're still both pagged, so it's gonna be a low quality episode, but we'll get it out. We should have done a week's break. Yeah, this is where is this where the, the woman's arm fucking snaps off? Yeah, and it's the uh, arm of a corpse, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's been decayed. That's why I was like, was time. she ever real? No, she wasn't. Mm. Well, that makes sense now. Yeah, none of them were real. It was all a dream. And I, if what makes it worse, the bit where, where she says, Sister Irene is lost, you, you won't find her. Like, it's where it's like... And her neck sort of cracks forward. And I was like, do not lift that veil. Do not lift that fucking yeah. veil. You know what? If somebody did that to me, I wouldn't be going over there and being like, whoop, lift the veil. I'd be out of that door. Like, I think a religious man. You'd see it as a duty of care, wouldn't see, you? See, that's, 
that's what ruins it for people, religion. Mm. Religion means you've got some sort of morality. I yeah, would just be right. getting out of there as soon as possible. <laughs> anyway, Irene is dreaming and here's the Mary points the way. Yeah. And we get a glimpse of the demon nun in there as well. And this, right, so this was actually one of my fun facts, but I'm going to weave it up now because it's quite poignant. So the sister Irene is played by Tessa Famiga and Lorraine Warren is played by Vera Famiga, her sister. Now, even though these two aren't technically related in the film, they are both devout Catholics and they are both clairvoyants so they can see into the future so i think if there's going to be a sequel coming i think there's going to be some link there mm. and that's why valak went after lorraine after it went for sister irene because she's from the same lineage right. look at that yeah, check that right. out i was sitting there thinking about that today and i was really proud of myself for that little oh, i love tessa and vera for me they're so lovely not that i've met them personally they could be horrible but i think they're lovely um, by this point as well, did you notice as well that the um, cross had turned upside down in a yes, room? Yes, it was scary as fuck because basically she wakes up from this nightmare where she sees Valak and yeah. other things and then the key, I think she sees a key in the blood, the Christ blood and everything. It's like glimpses of everything yeah, to link it, and then there's a nun it? praying in the corner of a room and she she slowly gets up to walk over to it. It's like a, a wide view shot of the whole room yeah. and the cross above My the bed My toes were curled. My, that, I was like, Because oh. at first, because it, it's been so long since I watched it, I was like, is that... Is that a, a, a nun like praying to protect her? Is that genuinely something bad? And then the, the cross starts turning you like, oh, fuck, yeah, this, this, that, that's valid. Well, as soon as she walked into the room and I saw the cross above the bed, I was like, yeah, that's going to turn in a minute. And I couldn't remember, but I yeah. fucking knew it was going to happen. And yeah, there's the nun comes in and she jumps out of the window, doesn't she? So there's a nun that yeah. sort of like just falls back out the window. The door opens behind... There's loads going on in this scene. Mm. Like there's, It's almost like an assault on the senses, really. Yeah. So the the nun jumps out the window. The door opens. The demon runs into the shadows. The wind picks up. Some, somebody falls through something. Hands break through the wall and grab Sister Irene. Another nun finds her and tells her to get, out, get to the chapel quickly. Yeah. Now, do you think... Because at, at some point, Irene was possessed... Do you think that was the point where she was grabbed? Because it was almost like there were two Irenes. There was one that was talking to the nurse, to the nun. Oh, I keep saying the nurse. Keeps talking to the nun. And the one that is grabbed by Valak and pulled through. So do you think that's the point where... I No, I, I don't think it was. I think it was when she went into the room at first by herself, when the father and Frenchie wasn't there. Mm. Because I'd, this, I might be wrong, but I'd speculate you couldn't take your vows to God while you're possessed. <laughs> just speculate because like, essentially that's a demon that's t- making vows to God I'm sure there's just some sort of unwritten rule that you can't you, like God wouldn't take you in because you, you've currently got evil inside you well when they are in the chapel and they're all the, uh, the nuns are pl- praying around Sister Irene and she starts praying as well there's this force that knocks all the nuns yeah. back there's breaking of necks and I was like oh shit that's yeah, a bit back's broken necks yeah broken a lot. that was fucking vile and sister Irene keeps praying and then Valak tears well an invisible Valak tears her back open like a, a nun's outfit open yeah. and it starts scratching whipping scratching scratching I want to call it the Star of David but I don't it's think it's right it's a satanic right. star it is a satanic star it's isn't it, it? Yeah. yeah it starts crossing it in her and a common theme throughout the conjuring series is that before just before a demon can possess you it marks you and so i was thinking was she 
I didn't know if that was like the ultimate disrespect, like carving a, a satanic spirit. No, I think it. it's because it wanted her. I think it was like preparing. Possibly, because yeah, it's, it's the same. It's the same symbol that was on the floor. Mm. It's the same symbol that's on the floor to the portal. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, but this is what I thought anyway. At this point. Um, Father Burke is in another section of the Abbey. Is at the confession box, I think. That's what it looks like. And there is a... Oh God, I don't even know. A white veil in the chapel hiding the body of the dead sister, Francis Crane. I forgot about that. This is where we should have thought something was a bit fucking amiss. When? When they're all walking into the chapel and they're all praying and casually at the side there's this white sheet over a body. Oh, yeah. And she opens it up and there's a fucking dead nun in there. Yeah. Like, surely at this oh, point yeah, we should have yeah. maybe thought, oh, yeah, something's amiss here because they're all just chilling. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that one. I didn't know who that was, though. I knew there was a dead body. I think that was there. the sister that she was closer to. Oh, because she had, like, blood coming out of her eyes. Yeah, and it was, like, na- it, like, it had been, like, hammered into a crucifix. She had, like, nails in her hands. And like, she got set on fire, didn't she? Yes, she did. But that was a different one then. That's the, the nun changes underneath the... Sheet. Does it? Yeah. I didn't Fucking know Jesus. Look at us both. I didn't we're broke. We're, we are broken. To be fair, it's hard. Even if we're not, that all, it's quite hard to Follow. tell one from another because they're all wearing the same outfit. So unless they've got quite a lot of dialogue in the film, it's quite hard to keep track of who's who. I thought it was the same woman, but then Valak used her because he was she showing that she was possessed, and then he used a cross with holy water to try and get the demon out. Yeah, of and it, and it, it was a cross. Up, it, it was a red hot. Because the cross kept getting hotter. Yeah, and it set her on and fire. And it set her on fire. And she got shotgunned, didn't she? Because when <laughs> no, she, she got shotgunned. I just remember when she's taking the vows, the ashes of the the, the nun is there. Yeah. She's taking her vows and the ashes are above just her. Just still. Like, laid in like the position that she, she died in. Yeah, just still chilling. So the father, Burke, sees the young boy again who died after he performed the exorcism. And the evil nun is in the room with him. Frenchie kills the demonic nun. And then they run into the chapel and find Irene... So there's three of them now. That whole exorcism scene happens that we just brushed over. And yeah, I've written here, even the nun under the sheet was not the same. The demon nun comes in through the sheet. She stabs Father Burke with a crucifix, I believe, as well. Yeah, she does. And then shit goes down. So we work out that Frenchie wants to... Yeah, by the way, this is quite a funny bit. I like the little bits of comedic relief that the Conjuring series offer. So Frenchie's got a shotgun and he doesn't use it for the first demon and he was like, you know, I just thought I'd bring it for emergencies. Yeah. And then he shoots the demon on and he was like, I think yeah, that warranted an emergency. Charging, charging towards them. Yeah. And so they get told that, well, Sister Irene believes that now her visions are a gift from God. So she, she was there. That was her purpose. Because that's what all nuns believe, isn't it? Like they're for a purpose to yeah. serve God. And this was her purpose. And she asks Father Burke to let her take her vows before yeah. she goes hunting for it, which is a very intelligent move on her part. Like, she is playing the game well. Do you think that's because she's starting to feel she's possessed? or I'm not sure. Maybe she just thought she's in too deep now. So Because I'm guessing to be a nun is like, it's one of the biggest commitments going. So she's into, she knows... She now she's seen evil. She's seen blah blah, and she thinks I'm gonna I'm gonna fight for God or I'm gonna be protected by God. And if I want to do that, I need to be fully committed. And that's why she took her vows. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, that's a fair point. So she's taken her vows now. She's still in the white habit as well, which, which is interesting. I thought, mind you, it's not like she had time to change. I suppose. Yeah. So she's got this key, and this key unlocks the veil to the blood of Christ, and they don't know where it is to start with. But then they go downstairs, and there's like a statue of mary yeah and the light that shines in 
from Mary on her finger points towards the door and she'll knock the door and it's sort of like in a built-in wall. I'd fucking love a door that unlocked like that to a secret room. What would I've, I use I've it for? I've seen videos on Facebook of them of like mansions that have them. What would I use it for though? Well, a lot of people, well, this is taking a U-turn again, but I know it was used, I think I saw a documentary on it where a lot of like A-list celebrities and pop stars used to use them for molesting kids at parties and stuff. Holy shit, that's like Scream 3. Yeah, essentially. The secret cinema room. But that's what they used to use them for. Like at, at parties oh. and that, they'd have specific people who, who could meet up and they'd be teenagers down there waiting for them and stuff. Maybe I don't want a secret molester room. But Epstein had a few. Savile probably had a few. I was watching a documentary on them today. I've seen a lot of them advertised. Hmm. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So she gets the blood of Christ out of this vial and this makes me piss because Frenchie goes, holy shit. <laughs> and the father book goes, the holiest. Yeah. <laughs> I loved that. Yeah. I thought that was really funny. Uh, the demon nun is ev- nuns are everywhere at this point. So as soon as she gets that blood of Christ, like shit is happening. There's like 100, 200 nuns just chilling out. Yeah, I think it's because Valak knows that that's what can end him or close a portal at least. Because yeah. it obviously doesn't kill him because... It's sort of like, it's desperation, isn't it? But this is where it started bordering on the silly aspect for me. So just like Insidious, when they all started pouring through the fucking cutlery drawers, when you get too many in, it's a lot. I I think they did it well. I think it it just kept you guessing the whole time. And I I liked when there was was like 100 night nuns in one room. Night nuns. White nuns in one room. What did you say? Night Night nuns. Night night nuns. Night nuns. (laughs) Yeah, quite, and then like as he walked past them, the necks kept cracking bit by bit. Yeah, it's and they've all got bloody bags over yeah. their heads, don't they, as then, well? Because that's when you revealed, what's the main character called? Irene. Irene. <laughs> Irene. They've all got weird names in these films. They've all got, like, hard to remember ones. But anyway, she's, she, you can see she's being possessed, can't you? Yeah. Is that when Valak possesses him instead? I don't know. Because you do get a flashback of where is Valak's got hold of uh, Frenchie, and he... The snake, I think it's a snake that goes into him and that's him being possessed, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. So that is, sounds is pretty fair. is it fair. at that point that he does it because he goes to save Potentially, Irene. he goes to save Irene, doesn't he? Yeah, could be potentially. And we realise also that while she, like, Sister Irene is in the centre and that is the satanic circle mm. that she stood right in the middle of. So, yeah, demon nuns taken over Irene. Frenchie is thrown against a wall because he tries to help Irene. The snake bit, yeah, that's probably what it was. And she, he manages to smear the blood of Christ on the demon and turns back to Irene. And she seems to be pretty normal at that point. Like, yeah. it's sort of like it's taking it out of her. And then Valak, oh, this was fucking brilliant, to be fair. See, you say you don't like this film, but all I've heard you no, say but is this, this scene, is good, this this scene was good, where they were in the water and she's but. looking around and it just... It's so sinister. That, that, that is That's good. what I mean. I, I, I just think the way Valak's portrayed in this and the way he acts and stuff is just one of the like, most badass demons out of... Even out of Insidious and stuff, you know. Where did we rank him in the fucking midweek one? Did we use Valak? Yeah, did we, we do must, him? We must have used Valak. If we didn't, then you deserve to be hit. No, I definitely, I definitely put Valak in there. Yeah, you did. We put him on four. Valak, four. Leave the lights hell. on. Can we can we amend that now? Shall we? Right, we're I moving. I want him on two. A I two. Want... Two is scary as four. He's not a two. Two is genuine fear. I'd give him a two. <sighs> All right. Yeah, Valak has doubled his fucking after after watching. <laughs> Valak has doubled his rank. I was basing it off Conjuring two because that's a film I could remember more. Okay. Whereas in this okay. one, it's fucking loads better. All right, you can have that. 
So the demon nun is drowning Irene. She plays dead, or maybe she is dead, but because she's got the blood of Christ in her mouth. I love this bit as well when Valak takes the blood of Christ out of the hand and she looks, well, yeah. he looks, and it's broken, and she just spits it on him, and he starts burning, and fucking shit's going down. One thing that I didn't like about it was Valak talks when it's taken over Irene, and I don't don't know how I feel about demons oh, being able. Yeah, don't know I how I feel that. about demons being able to talk. Not hmm. maybe obviously it's in a human vessel, so that's how it's doing it. But I don't know. I feel like I had too much of a conversation with him because he was giving French shit, and it was very cringy stuff. Like you've you failed everyone in your life, and I thought. Well, it's bit, trying to break him down. It isn't is, it? but I think it's a bit cringy. It's very cliche. Like oh, you've you've failed at everything in your life, and it gives him motivation to to defeat him and all this. So it was a bit cringy. Hmm. But it, yeah, I don't know how I feel about demon being able to talk. Demons I think I think, I think, right I think the better silent. I think the more eerie when they're silent. Demons should be seen and not heard. That is the title for the podcast. <laughs> that is the new one. Right, so Frenchie saves her from drowning as well and they seal the portal. And, oh, God, this bit was so cute. And it really upsets me that she'd taken her vows because I just wanted them to be together, but probably not after I realised what happened next. Yeah. So she says to him, don't she, says, what, what, what's your real name? Yeah. <laughs> Charlotte's the blood of Christ! Charlotte's <laughs> fucking attacked me. You were prodding her with a pen, though. I was stroking her with it. Oh, totally. Right. Right, anyway. <laughs> so, the uh, when he's when she says, what's, Frenchie, what's your real name? And he's like, Morris. And she's like, thank you for saving my life, Morris. Yeah. I got a bit tearful. I don't know that it was like the after effects of the AU vodka I'd down <laughs> several times the day before. But I, I, I got very emotional. And I was like all set for it to be a happy ending and I completely forgot that this ending happened because I was like, all right, all's well, all's great in the world. And then when he set off and you saw the upside down cross like forming in his yeah. back. And even when that was the end, I was like, oh shit, God, that was a good ending. That's an open ending. But where does it lead from there? Is there a sequel? Then it cuts back to the Conjuring yeah. 2 flashback and the people that, the, oh my God, this was so good. The Morris, Frenchie, was the guy that, Ed and Lorraine were performing the exorcism on and the one that truly terrified Lorraine by showing Valak killing... Eddie. Ed. Yeah. Is it not Eddie? No, it's Ed. Oh, Ed. Ed Warren. What the fuck? What a full and, circle. And did, did the nun come out after Conjuring 2 or before? After. Yeah, so that makes sense then, yeah. Because we knew so we knew what was happening with... In the Conjuring 2, we knew what was happening with we, Lorraine because she yeah, says... Yeah, we, we knew Valak, Lorraine and Ed, but we didn't know where yeah. Valak came from. We didn't know where that genuine fear came from. Well, we do because she does say... Because when he says... I mean, what I mean you... come from as in where oh, right, has okay, Valak yeah. come from? Because Lorraine does say the reason she feared Valak so much was because Valak showed Ed dying. Yeah. And so we knew that, but we didn't know, as I say, why, how that linked to Morris and who yeah. Morris was. And so, you know what? Fair play to it. I didn't... It's not my favourite, but this end redeemed everything. I don't think it had much to redeem. I don't I know why. I don't know where you dislike. I don't know it. what it was. I think I was maybe expecting more. No, I was what? expecting more, and I I didn't get it. I I don't know. It just didn't appeal to me. I I prefer it over the Conjurings. I think it's just the religious aspect, really. I think it was too, so heavily played. I, I just look at it more me. as how, how much did it scare me and how how eerie was the film as opposed to the story. But you weren't scared at the cinema. I remember because you were shitting yourself going because I had to practically. Yeah. Bought, I bought tickets because I was like, Oliver, do you want to go see the Nun? And you were like, No. And I was like, Well, I bought tickets tonight, so we are going to see it. But you were all right with it. It didn't scare you. No, do you I find really it's like been it. scary the second time? Probably, yeah. I don't remember watching the cinema. I remember we went, but I can't remember what I thought about it. But I, I really liked it. I thought it was quite good. Oh. It's definitely up there with 
with some of my favourites in that genre. It it was good, yeah. It's not my favourite. It's probably my least favourite out of the Conjuring universe, but it was okay for what it was. So that is the end of the film. I'm so sorry for the roller coaster we've just taken you on, and it's probably all out of sequence, and we've probably just been chatting shit for the past we're just getting it done 37 now, minutes, but we're getting this done. We've committed to it. So here we Budget. go. So you've already fucked it on the episodes. So let's see if we can redeem ourselves. So what was the budget for this film? 25 million. You were so close, 22 million. Oh, so if I said it's 25, the, yeah. I got it. No, because I thought it was rounding down to the nearest. Oh, was it the nearest five? Yeah, I thought that's what it was doing. But it was the nearest million. Oh, what? So I'd have to say a mil- t- no, a million down or a million up. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's fair enough then. But you were you were very close. Yeah. That's probably the closest you've been, apart from dead on when you did scream the first yeah. episode, and that that was when I realised I probably made a great mistake in doing this. But I already knew it. I already knew that budget yeah, because I watched, watched videos it about it. Yeah. So what was the box office? How much money did it bring in? So it budget was twenty two million. What did it bring in? 125 million. Way off. 365.6 million. Fucking hell. So, it, for my first behind the scenes fact, it was my last one, but I'll use it anyway. It was the highest grossing movie as of October in 2019 in the Conjuring universe. So, it's been the most successful. It was the most successful, but the le- the lowest rated and reviewed one. So, mm. it was quite a popular opinion that it wasn't really. Yeah, it success the best. isn't based on how good the film is, it's based on how good the last one was. Mm. Because that's what people buy tickets for. I don't know what the for. last one was. It would have been. I think it was. It was either. The... It seemed to come out quite late after the first Conjuring. I don't think it was after that, was it? It was after the second Conjuring. Way oh, after yeah. the second Conjuring, but I think it was. Um, there was Annabelle. another Annabelle between yeah. that. No, I think it was the Conjuring, then Annabelle, then the Conjuring two, then I think there was an Annabelle two, and then an Annabelle three, then an Annabelle no, then the Nun, then Annabelle comes home. Right. Annabelle comes home is a fucking rock solid film. I like that one. So the entire film was shot in, shot in Romania. Oh, right. Which I thought, I thought was an island. Everybody sounded Irish. I thought Romanian was an island. No. Oh, you thought there was an island? I thought island. the film was... Sh- no. Oh, shot in Ireland. <laughs> yeah. Right. But they all sounded Irish, but maybe that's just my shite knowledge of accents. Possibly. But, and Catholicism is Irish. Yeah. Pretty much. So, uh, Tessa Formiga, who plays Sister Irene, and Vera Formiga, Lorraine Warren, are sisters. So they do not con- connect in the film. They show similar characteristics, like both being devout Catholics and also having clairvoyant abilities. I've said that one. There was a pop-up on one of the advertisements that was on YouTube for The Nun, and I do remember seeing this, and it had to be pulled because it was giving viewers gas. And so the like YouTube had to pull it, and then they, like, the studio had to write a written apology saying, we're sorry, we didn't mean it to cause fry or indigestion. Because okay, yeah. people were having indigestion. Literally Yeah, watching it. It was quite, it was quite a scary pop-up actually yeah, yeah. i do remember seeing it because I, I remember being at dad's and i was watching something on youtube onto the big screen yeah and it came up and i didn't know what it was and i nearly died i was like <gasps> it was horrible it we've done the highest grace in movie one and the last one i've got it's the first movie in the conjuring universe not to feature joseph bashara as an actor or a composer so the bathsheba lipstick face demon yeah blah blah, blah. it's the first time that he's never been ah. in the film is it your would you rather? I feel like Jaws. it is. No, sure? mine was last week and it was... What What film did we do? Jack Frost. Jack Frost, yeah, because I was like, if you could bond to any right. thing, what would it be? If you... If, right, it turned out that all demonic entities and everything was real, that, that, that all turned out to be real, would you turn into a nun? Nah. No? So knowing that there is an afterlife and there is a god, you wouldn't... 
because apparently God forgives all and he, he accepts all. So I'd, I'd probably be the same. I'd be like, well, no, I'm, hopefully he'll just forgive me when I go up to heaven. But the, <laughs> li- the life of a nun just seems to be fucking shit. It's so boring. But if you knew that like demonic no, entities were real that. and everything, you'd, you'd still take the risk and think, I don't want to be protected by God. No. Really? I thought you'd have said yes. Because you're, you're quite scared of all this shit happening in real life. I'm more scared of the film. You're more scared of it happening in real life. You know life. what? The... The thing about religion is, I I don't like it. Like, religion as a whole, I think it's a lot of problems. It causes a lot of problems for the rest of the world. It does give a lot of hope, hope and faith as well, though, but outweighs with the issues. But I think anybody who practices a religion, whether it be Catholicism, Hinduism, Judaism, anything like that, I have such respect because it's such a commitment. To something that you, well... You can't say to something they, that they do don't believe know it's real it. because in their heads it's real, which is fine. But, but even so, like, you know, I I believe in... I, I can't think of it, even things that I believe in. So if in, you saw a demon, you wouldn't convert to a nun? No. If you fucking saw a demon... <laughs> think about it. Don't think about, about being the nun. Think about you've seen a demon. No. I don't know. I don't know if I believe you. I yeah, but what fucking good did it do for the dun- for the nuns in the monastery? No, but I mean that the fact that you'd you'd have God on your side essentially, like where yeah, is but it? God's on my side anyway. I ain't killed anyone. I ain't touched anyone. Yeah, but you're not faithful. You're not a believer. Yeah, but you don't have to be a believer because God forgives all. As yeah. long as I haven't, as long as I haven't murdered anybody or like touched a small child or something, like then I'm pretty sort of raped anyone or anything. Why not? Why a tall child's allowed to be molested? No, I meant like no. <laughs> <laughs> any child no one cares about the tall, tall ones. <laughs> any child as long as I haven't like hurt anybody to the point where they're scarred for life That's and like I, I still won't convert either yeah. just purely because the life you can't drink just, you can't smoke can't, not that I do that anyway you can't have a relationship with anyone you can't have a relationship with anyone you've got to get up really fucking early in the morning <laughs> That's what puts you on. <laughs> I'll, take, for that a, I'll take on a demon to sacrifice. I find it hard life. enough getting up at six for work. Never mind getting up at six for prayer. Who does that? You have shit food. That's no Swift again. That's fair Can enough. Can you even listen to Taylor Swift if you're a nun? I'm probably not. not. Sure. You probably got to listen to Christian Rhyme. All right, we're still. We've got one more door left after this. We are. So this is for next. And then you can this do Jaws. This is day twelve on the calendar. Oh God, please don't let it be shit. Oh, I'm not looking. So day twelve. If it's shit, if it's shit, we doing jaws or opening up the final door. We'll do jaws for you because I know you really want to do it. I reckon it's gonna be it chapter two, you know. It Fuck is. off! It is. Oh my god, I am, I am Lorraine Warren. Are we, wa- are we watching that it chapter two? Or are we fucking it off? I like. I, I'll watch it chapter. We'll watch it chapter, it chapter two then. Two. Jaws will come, Oliver. I'm yeah. pretty sure. It's long as fuck as well, isn't it? It chapter two, yeah. When you think it's over, it's not over for at least another hour and a half. So yeah, let's get it done this week. Oh shit! Right, so Monday, (laughs) next Monday, well, a week today. It chapter two, and I hated the first one. So let's see if this. I prefer this. I prefer chapter two to chapter one. We'll see. Um, my my hopes are high due to the first one, but I'm more than happy to have my mind changed. It's It's on Virgin Media as well, so we can watch it. Right. Perfect. So thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. I'm sorry that it was such an absolute shambles. Hey, it's Christmas.